This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the Foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of Insert Name FC, and with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of yeah, all the hosts of the show. Jesus Christ, Edward Robles. Um, it's okay. Here? It's okay. It's okay. No worries. We we don't we going strong. This is the reason being, I had a long day. I've had a long day, so we're gonna be having our little purrs and ahs. That's, a fair, that's a fair point. So as of right now, Edward is literally the only person at his at his job because everybody got COVID. So yeah. So yeah. So that's and everyone, it was funny as my sister was like, "Oh, that's great though. Edward Edward's getting more money because he's working longer." And then I was like, "Edward's salary." And her response was just, "Ooh, ooh." <laughs> yeah. She's basically like, "Oh, he's fucked." Yeah, I've been working eleven-hour days, no lunch, no break, just straight this, up. This is this is the this is a downfall to having a salary. This is really the downfall because it's like the cool part is like I can work as much as I as like as little as I want and still make the same. But what people don't also realize is like you can also work as if if not more and still make the same. So yeah, it's a it's a double-edged sword. Salary, it is. I mean, hourly. The thing that sucks is obviously if you don't. Get hours, you're not getting paid, but yeah. So it it it's it, it has its 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 pros and cons on both ends. But anyway, so last week Edward wasn't here. Obviously, like I said, I wanted to give Edward to have time. Also, the main issue was just normally we blackout. We record this on Monday. We had like a giant lightning storm and some crazy flash of. I don't know if we got struck by lightning. Or just one of the one of the one of the posts maybe got just straight up hit because the whole which, freaking neighborhood. Which, which of course, my luck, it was the one that's like right by my house, which was the one that controls the power for my house. But yeah, so everyone was without power for like a, like at least like the good chunk of a of the night. I think I think yeah, I think like it came back at like maybe twelve or one. 
Yeah, and then so, like it went it went out again, and then it started came back at six in the morning, and that's when I was like, "Oh crap, my phone's not charged." I was like, "Crap." So yeah, and then for me, we didn't get power till noon. <laughs> yeah, noon the next day. Yeah, so the transformer was completely destroyed. Um, so they actually had to like come in and install a new transformer. So that was. That was interesting of itself. But yeah, so we had that ordeal. So then obviously the plan was to record on Tuesday. Edward apparently doesn't know how to read a text message. I don't know. <laughs> so that ended up leading to... Uh, well, but then also Tuesday is when Edward normally has his kids. So I was like, I'm not going to take that away from that man. Um, so, you know, so I decided to write, write solo. But then uh, something, something happened. Uh, and, then, and then basically... So apparently that same Tuesday when I was going to pick up my kids and, you know, spend my Wednesday with them, everybody all of a sudden basically decides to be like, oh, hey, I have COVID. I'm like, what? So then right now it's just two guys in the front that are taking care of, you know, regular customers retail wholesale. And then you got me and Bert taking care of the shop and internals and all that stuff. So it's just basically... We're supposed to be like a five-man crew and a four-man crew. Two people are running it on each side. So technically, out of nine, let's say let's say it's supposed to be nine people, um, but it's not. And even our boss, he ended up getting catching it too. So yeah, fun stuff, guys. Fun that's, that's stuff. That's great. That's crazy. So uh, so I had to work on my day off. Yeah. So when recording my uh, recording episode fifty by myself. Um, I get I so what happened was so we had to actually like cut off eight minutes, not because we were over uh, the time limit at all. Like we normally try to be within two hours for because of unhinged, but uh, so the reason why we had to cut eight minutes off. So as I'm doing the series off preview, uh, announcing players of the week, doing my game recap, and then you know kind of go kind of in the middle of that of that series off uh, preview. Um, I guess I went to go. I think I was looking at the stats for the Barcelona game, the Barcelona Real Sociedad <laughs> game, and and next thing you know, uh, ESPN FC is basically playing as I'm talking, and so I guess I guess because I had my I don't know why I had my headphones on because I mean it wasn't like I was talking to anybody like I literally could just done this whole episode without having headphones on me and just have the mic. But I decided to have my headphones on connected and connected to the computer and everything. And so it literally got like eight minutes of just ESPN FC. And as like ESPN FC is going, obviously I'm talking because I don't know that that's happening. <laughs> and so Spencer, he messages me when he's editing the episode and he's just like, bro, what's up with the audio? And okay, so a little backstory between me, me and Spencer. I never could tell you this. Spencer likes to fuck with me. Like, oh, yeah, he does. A lot. And usually he's like, bro, what's up with this audio? And and obviously, you know, I give a damn about this show. So I'm concerned. And then, you know, so he, he starts I, freaking out. He starts sending messages. He's like, what happened to the audio? And he's like, there's some static or there's some something going on. Like, I can't hear your voice properly or something. It's always oh, a prank. And then Hec- it's always a prank. Hector starts freaking out. He starts saying, damn it. Like, what the hell's going on? And he starts like bombarding the the group the group chat with like messages, trying to make sure everything's okay. And that's when Spence comes out with like, "Nah, I'm just playing with you, man." And Hector all of a sudden has that sigh of relief, kind of shit. Going but for also him. kind of annoyed. 
And the worst oh, part yeah. is like Spencer could keep doing this and I'll still fall for it every time because it just because like that's how much I care about the podcast. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, there's that. And then um so Spencer messages me and initially I'm like, okay, I'm not I'm not falling in for this shit anymore. Um, but then obviously, like I said, I'm, I still kind of had my concerns. So I decided before Spencer sent me the audio, I decided to like look at the audio myself as well. And then I hear just British accents and, and Alexi Nunez. Like, as I'm like, you can barely hear my voice because it's getting overpowered by Alexi Nunez and, and people of ESPN FC. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And and then I realized that it was because when I was looking at the stats of the Barcelona game, I left I left the, the browser open. And so they were playing the video clips that, you know, like when, if you ever like look at the stats on anything through ESPN, they always have like a little area where it just shows you like video, video, like clips, like either anal- analysis or like highlights or some shit like that. So right, right. that was playing while I was talking for like eight minutes. And so <laughs> Spencer's like, what do you want to do? Because I wasn't gonna re-record that because it was literally like I just wouldn't didn't have the time to do it. So Spencer just cut it, like just did his magic, edited it, and just literally removed eight minutes. And it was just uh, a very awkward but very funny uh story to have that. <laughs> so there was my there, there's my there's my old man moment right there. Has had <laughs> like, old man yells at cloud. Yeah. Oh, not even old man yells at cloud, just me becoming senile. You know, like <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it was it was funny though. It, it was, I was really close to not buying in, in Spencer, and it, and Spencer even said it like there's gonna be that one day where something really really something happened, and I'm not and I'm not gonna believe him. And it almost happened, but it didn't obviously. But but yeah, so we ended up fixing it, and uh, because of that, so we got to do have a jam packed show. See, we got a good segue. Uh, we yeah. had we get we got headlines but so we're going to talk about the transfer rumors actually something kind of going on with the managerial side not really anything major uh i'm sure i'm sure i'm going to try to prevent myself from ranting on that one um <laughs> yeah we have some headlines we have our we have a debate this time so don't no no rant for me today uh nothing on the dynamo today so so our debate topic uh, which isn't really a debate. It's just me and Edward kind of having our super early season react, like overreactions. So it's just making a, a bold overreaction, even though it's probably not going to happen. Um, game recaps, players of the week. This time you probably will hear our players of the week. And yep. because of the fact that you guys didn't get to hear the Serie A preview, we'll go ahead and redo the Serie A preview. So um, you, you know what's going on with the Serie A. Um, <laughs> Let you guys know some games that are coming up this weekend and wrap things up with a three up, three down. And like I said, it's season starting for, for all the leagues. All the all the five major leagues are now playing. So the next uh, three up, three down will be the Bundesliga jerseys. So we'll be doing our three up, three down for those jerseys. Um, so, so I can't wait for that. I'm sure Edward's going to have Borussia Dortmund. But to be fair, Borussia Dortmund has some of the swaggiest jerseys out there. So, Dude, I don't know what it is. It's, it's, it's been going on for a while. Like, they, got, had that. they have a great color scheme. It's, the, the color yeah, scheme helps. I think that's what, black and yellow, I mean, you can't really go wrong with that. So, yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with the show. Yes, sir. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward. And we, we are Insert Name FC. FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on unhingedsn.com on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. 
We will see you there. And we are back. All right. So there's one little thing. It's only it's only interesting because obviously there's certain frustration amongst a fan base. Obviously, you you heard my frustration about the Houston Dynamo. It has nothing to do with the Houston Dynamo, but it has to do with another <laughs> team I support, which is Arsenal. Um, so essentially around the rumor mill, Arteta basically has till October to figure it out because um I think in 60 matches he now has had 20 losses. It's not good. Um, if you're yeah. if you're looking at the standard of Arsenal, which I mean everybody knows is Arsene Wenger, um, I believe he didn't get his twenty of loss till like game one hundred and something. Yeah. So, I mean, granted, Arsenal was spoiled by Arsene Wenger, but then there's also the people that hated Arsene Wenger. It's a very interesting relationship with with, with people with Arsene Wenger. But Mikel Arteta, uh, the, the thing I I don't. I don't necessarily think he's necessarily a bad manager, but I kind of want him out too. But um, <laughs> I think it's just because he's he he's not necessarily Arsenal isn't necessarily the best situation. Um, just because of the fact that like they don't spend, which is ironic that they spend a lot of money this uh, current transfer window, which is crazy. They they've outspent, I believe, Chelsea, Liverpool. Okay, definitely not Man City, but uh, yeah, I was about to say I was like, you can't really say they outspent uh, Man City. I think I think they out. I think they technically, I think they still outspend Manchester United because I mean, man, you only made like one massive signing, which was Jaden Sancho. Oh, well, I mean, Rafael Varane. Jaden Sancho and Rafael Varane, but Rafael Varane was like for forty mil, wasn't it? Yeah. So, because I mean, basically, like Arsenal, I believe is like around one twenty-five million that they've spent so far. And uh, well, it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> I can tell you that much, but uh, yeah, it fucking doesn't. Not with them, fucking you know, but, the way the big the season started. But yeah, but I mean, the the big thing was, and I kind of we, I brought it up to Edward. I mean, essentially, it's still the same roster from last season. The only thing that's different is that you threw in Ben White. And as much as I do like Ben White, he just what isn't the center back that I was hoping for. And is this isn't me saying that Ben White is bad? It's just that he's a young player. He's young and promising. He does. I'm looking. I was thinking of more of an experienced center back, which maybe an experienced center back would have actually been able to hold off Lukaku on like how Pablo Mari was doing it. I think any, honestly, anything would have done better than Pablo, maybe a, fr- a freaking practice cone probably would have done a better job than Pablo Mari trying to cover Lukaku. Nah, he would have ran over that be, practice cone. You know, that. To, be, to be fair, defend. Well, basically, it was the same result uh, because defending Lukaku. I mean, you got to have. It's 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 almost impossible. It's almost impossible to defend him, um, but uh, yeah. So I still pref- would have preferred an experienced center back, um, which they didn't do that. Uh, so that's what's going on with with Arsenal. And I mean, yes, they got. Uh, well, we'll we'll get to we'll get to what they brought what they brought in recently. But it is it, it's still not necessarily a good team, even with Smith. Rowe. The thing is, is that there's a lot of promising players. I, I mean, Edward, I feel like you, you could see that as well. There's a lot of players with promise. They're, like, these guys could be something. But it's like, you know, in the Premier League, you need guys that could come in now. And not necessarily, oh, yeah. not necessarily, oh, these guys could be it. Like, I mean, you know, even Sir Alex Ferguson, he went to go get promising signings, but he also got players that can come in right now and compete. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, like, and Arsene Wenger, you guys can say whatever you want about Arsene Wenger. But, I mean, yes, he went out and got some promising players. But he also brought guys that could compete right away. Uh, I mean, 
remember Santi Carzola? So, so I mean, like, yeah. it, you know, you, you have to, like, yes, go get yourself players that could be something in the future, but you need to get guys that can come in and compete right now that can handle that level of play. Um, you know, it's definitely not a good start for Mikel Arteta, obviously losing to Brentford, their, Brentford, giving Brentford their first win in the Premier League, um, and then obviously losing to Chelsea like that in, in, in Arsenal Stadium. So that's embarrassing. But honestly, I had no faith going into this season with Arsenal. But <laughs> so, like that's the only thing that's different between me and the Dynamo, or the Arsenal and Dynamo. It's just that like I kind of understand what's going to happen with Arsenal, whereas the Dynamo is like they're so, they're trying to feed us all this bullshit, and and uh, you know some of us are just not buying it anymore. But yeah. <laughs> so essentially, what people are saying is that Mikel Arteta has till October to turn Arsenal around, and and, and you know live up to what everybody expected Mikel Arteta to be. Which, honestly, I don't know what the expectation was for Mikel Arteta. He's a first-time manager. Um, I feel like Arsenal was, should have not been his first job. I feel like he should have gone somewhere a little bit more mid-table-ish. Um, well, I guess, I mean, te- I yeah, guess I technically, say, Arsenal, I was, I technically <laughs> Arsenal is a mid-table team now. I was like, I was like uh, Hector. Uh, and then I was just like... Okay, a, the, a team with the expectations of a mid-table. Yeah, well, okay, team. Let, me, let me let me tell you something. I think I think honestly, Arsenal has the players. Even though you say they need, you know, besides having promising players, I do feel those promising players, given enough playing time, I think they can actually make it. It's hard right now, especially with the players like that. Man City has Manchester United. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's hard. No, no, I totally but, get. I, I'm, I'm all for it. Like, I get what you're saying, and I totally agree with you. Because, like, when I see Saka and and Smith Rowe, like, they still have, like, you know, you see the, 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 the potential. Even with Martinelli, like, even though, okay, some people may see that, may have seen that Arsenal game, like, as a very terrible game. But honestly, they lost two to nothing to Lukaku. So I mean, and then obviously they, they finally got exposed by Reese James because Reese James was just a problem on that whole wing. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, but still, you lost two to nothing. Like this game should have been a blowout, to be honest. Like the way that Lukaku was manhandling Pablo Mari, and, and the and the way Reese James was just always able to find himself open on the wing. So this game could have been drastically worse. So I mean, give props to to them for that. But like Martinelli had like little moments that you could see him trying to break through. And then granted, you're going up against a very stingy back line in Chelsea. Yeah. Like you know, you got Azpilicueta, you got. Uh, Reese James, you got like there's that that back line. There's a reason why they won the Champions League. Um, so and then obviously you're going up against Mendy, so the, it's not necessarily the easiest task to go up against Chelsea. But like you know, you saw some moments from Saka. Smith Rowe had some had had some had actually a really good had a good chance of scoring a goal, but kind of just you know like they're making the you know the the rookie mistakes that you would expect them to make. Um, but it's just that with Arsenal fans, they have this expectation that, you know, this is the team at one point that was the the Invincibles, you know? So it's like, because of those high standards from the 80s, people hope that Arsenal still lives up to that. But, you know, let's be realistic. That's probably not it. But, um, yep. but no, I agree with you. I get what you're saying. I hated seeing Xhaka as the captain. Just putting that out there. <laughs> but um, he wasn't... He wasn't awful. I mean, he wasn't great, but he wasn't awful. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna stand by and say I, I continue to say I'm gonna I'm gonna hate Shaka, but uh, I'm I don't know. Maybe maybe if Shaka makes makes a has a great game, I might say some I'll give 
like same thing with uh same thing I'm saying with Kroenke. Like I'll give him a nice backhanded compliment. But um yeah, so I mean, okay, so October. Uh I mean I get it. like I think that's a fair thing to say. I don't know how I feel about that. Like there, I know the rumors is Conte. I mean, Conte is a good manager. I just don't think I think he actually needs like a good team, <laughs> like at least a, a a team that's gonna spend money, you know. So I don't know if Arsenal's necessarily gonna, if he's gonna really fix Arsenal. Um, Arsenal's a project, <laughs> to be all honest. This is a project. It's not. It's not some. It's not gonna be something to be done overnight. Like it's gonna it's gonna take a while before Arsenal becomes good again. I mean, I mean that's a. Um... That's actually true. Like I, I think you're right about that one. Like they're 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 a project team, and like I said, I mean they do have the potential to be big. It's just like you, like you you're right right now. In order to try to compete with some of the big teams, they may have to yeah as much as even though they've splurged more than normally Arsenal has. Um, maybe they need to do it just a little bit more. I'm just like, to splurge like, on, on. Like I said, they needed to go make some fuck you signings, and they did not. So, yeah, like, what well, you want to talk? Like, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the signings and the potentials, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, so, but how do you feel about that? Is October October a good deadline for for Mikel Arteta? Um, I mean, it, it just. Or would you give him the whole season? <sighs> Honestly, bro. I mean, he had last season wasn't great either. And for this kind of shoddy start, I guess I guess I could see where the board is coming from to give him a deadline. It's not okay. too far out, but I mean, basically now all he has to do now, I think, in order for this deadline, is to win every single match that comes his way. Yeah, that's not going to be easy though, because they got. They- oh, I know. Oh, I know. It's just, it's just, it's just they cannot lose anymore, especially dude. who they have on Saturday. Especially who they have on Saturday. Uh, so, geez. so there's that. All right, but let's get going with the transfer. We're we're spending too much time talking about Arsenal. As we're going into the transfer, we're talking about Arsenal. (laughs) Welcome to the Arsenal podcast. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, So Arsenal went ahead and and got their guy, Martin Odegaard, for $30 So obviously he wasn't going to play in the Chelsea game, but it's it's good to see Odegaard. I mean, Odegaard really likes it in Arsenal, so... Um, he's not necessarily like I like Ar- I like Mar- uh, Martin Odegaard. I'm not saying that he's a bad player. I don't think I I think Arsenal still needs a little bit more, but it's, I think Odegaard is definitely at least somebody that Smith Rowe can like come in as a sub. Um, you know, it eases the pressure a little bit off of Smith Rowe, but I do think Smith Rowe is going to be the future. But I think Martin Odegaard will definitely be be really good and serviceable for Arsenal. Yeah, uh, I agree with you too. I mean. I think he actually will serve Arsenal, and he'll give Arsenal a little extra little boost that they that they do need. Yeah, they they they've needed a creative midfielder, and they got themselves a creative midfielder. So, so I, it's not a not not a bad move. I like it. It's a great move. I just it's obviously once again it's not the the eye catcher of a move because obviously some people don't think Martin Odegaard is trash, but it's because they don't watch him. <laughs> um, but uh, Bashirawi is uh, set to join Bestika on loan from Chelsea. Oh wow! So this guy Dang. goes. This guy just stays on loan. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so, I mean, but I, I, wasn't he was he on loan at Dortmund as well for like a season, or was he? Uh... I, I think so. I also remember. I I do remember him going to AC Milan as well. 
he just got he just gets sent out on loan. Like he never he's like I think I think maybe he played like one season with Chelsea. But yeah, yeah. so the Belgian is off to Turkey. Uh Locatelli joins Juventus for thirty seven point five million. Yeah, that was the fuck you signing you wanted. Yeah, but I mean Juventus is another midfielder, so interesting how they're gonna use him. I have no clue. <laughs> uh Manchester United offer I didn't put the player's name out here, but I'm, i apologize at work. Manchester United offer Paul Pogba 40, 400000 a week offer. So if, if you didn't, if you didn't, if, if I don't know if you if you caught this, but um, last episode I mentioned that PSG is prepared to offer five hundred thousand a week to Paul Pogba. Yeah. So it's not five hundred k, but I mean, you know, you see, man, you wants to try to keep their playmaker, um, but there's also rumors that. Paul Pogba might be trying to finish out his contract and then go to Real Madrid. So who knows what's going to happen? I mean, it's hard to say no to 500K a week. It's also pretty yeah. hard to say no to 400K a week as well. So see, this is the salary that, that this, this would be the salary that I would have no problem working a little bit more than. <laughs> right. But yeah. Hey, you guys. <laughs> uh, Arsenal signed backup goalkeeper uh, Aaron Ramsdale to, for 24 million. Is. I mean, I'll let you talk on that one. Yeah. Okay, so he was the starting goalkeeper for Sheffield United, which got relegated. Remember, this is the same Sheffield United that Dean Henderson was with that kept them in the Premier League. Yep. So, and then obviously Aaron Ramsdale takes over next season, and they're relegated. <laughs> Actually, I believe he's been part of a few teams that have got relegated. So, I mean, as a backup goalkeeper... I don't know. I, I mean, I guess as a backup goalkeeper, I, I, I feel like it's a lot of money for a backup goalkeeper at the same time. But because I mean, I, I just don't see him starting over Leno. But yeah, maybe they are. Maybe they're trying to do something. No, I hope not. No, I hope not. <laughs> not with Ramsdale. They're trying to make him something. I was like, but maybe they're trying to make him some, something. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, Bayern Munich has stated that Lewandowski is not for sale this summer. Ooh. Interesting that they mentioned this summer, but. But yeah, so Lewandowski, not for sale. Uh, Dufan joins Watford on loan. Oh, wow. Uh, Pedro joins Lazio. Yeah, uh, I was like, I was surprised because uh, when I kept hearing his name on the, uh, on the, on the, on the, ga- in the game, I was like, Pedro. I was like, is it the same Pedro that I'm thinking of? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bamford signs a new deal at Leeds United. So it looks like Bamford is committing to Leeds. So, yep. I'm sure the Leeds United fans are happy to see that. Um, also, Ward Prowse also signs a new deal to stay at Southampton as well. So wow. we got these guys staying with these teams. I know that a lot there's been a lot of connections with some bigger clubs, but it's good to see that. Um, Chelsea's Emerson is to go on loan at Lyon. Uh, Chelsea said to give a new a new deal to Chaloba to stay. So he was rumored to go on loan. Um, and it, well, looks like Tuchel decided to change his mind and wants to keep him uh, for this season. Uh, Manchester United are aiming for Mbappe in 2022. So, oh damn! Well, another big name team. Who know? Who knows? Who knows if he's if he's going to be available in 2022? Um, Goretzka signs a new deal at Bayern Munich, so he's staying put. Yeah, no uh, surprise there, really. <laughs> American Atasawi joins Club Bruges. 
So he's leaving Wolverhampton to go to Club Rouge in the Belgium League. So probably probably a place where he's going to play a little bit more. So I think that's a good we move might, for him. We might see him in the Europa League. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. 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 No? Huh? I, oh, yeah, no. No, Club Rouge didn't. Did they win the Belgium? I don't know. I really don't watch Belgium League. <laughs> Benzema signed new deal, signs a new deal to stay at Real Madrid. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for Benzema. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Pereira is to go on loan at Flamingo. That's Man U's Pereira. Oh, nice. So, uh, Manchester City has set, set a 60 million price tag for Laporte. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like, because you know, obviously, when you think of the center back pairing for for Man City, it's is you know is Ruben Diaz and 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 John Stones. I mean, yeah. can you really be demanding that much money for a guy that isn't gonna be starting? You can if you're Man City, bro. It's it's like um <laughs> inflation. It's, it's, it, yeah, pretty much. It's kind of like 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 we. I think we've talked about this before, but like you know, they join like Man City or Man U or. Barcelona, Real Madrid, that player's like worth is inflated at that moment. That's and then true. depending on how they do the season, how they do in the season, then that's where they're like, ah, well, we'll see. They tend to lick the price or negotiate pricing here and there. Maybe maybe they're not really looking for 60 mil if 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 the time comes, but then later on somebody's gonna be like, Hey, let me offer you 48 million. And you're like, eh, yeah, I guess I could work with that, even though you know that's probably that's true. Yeah. So Shakiri joins Leon for nine point five million. Yeah, I saw that. That's, that's that's. I mean, good for him. I'm pretty sure he'll get a lot more playing time. He'll probably be starting if anything. That's probably guaranteed. Uh, Manchester City prepared for a new bid for Harry Kane. Oh crap! So well, <laughs> more price tags. That's still going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brandon Williams goes on loan at Norwich City. Um, it's a he's a young left back over at Manchester United, so he's gonna get some more get some playing time hopefully in Norwich. I'm sure, that's good for you. Um, mm-hmm. Atletico Madrid is interested in Mateus Cunha, uh, the Brazilian. I believe he actually had a pretty good Olympics. So, um, Kimmich signs a new deal to stay at Bayern Munich. I guess Bayern Munich players are, you know, they're just they're going they're staying basically. They're just yeah. signing up the ones they want to keep. Uh, Woodburn goes on loan at Hearts. I believe he's a Liverpool player. So he's going to the Scottish Premier League, get some playing time as well. So this, uh, so Edward, I don't know if you're f- familiar with this, but Angel City FC is one of the newer teams in the NWSL. It is actually owned by Mia Hamm. Um, oh, wow. Serena Williams. Oh, wow. There's a, there's a lot of them, but the ones that I distinctly remember, and Becky G. What? So this is the team that Becky G owns. Um, and that, they... Hmm? I was about to say, is that in a... I mean, L- I'm, LA. I'm guessing because... Yeah, I was about to say Angel City. I was like, so... Yeah, L- LA. Um, so they got Galaxy, they got LAFC, and now they got Angel City FC. Yep, and I do... I believe NWSL is also adding a team in San Diego. So there's that. But they just announced their first official signing, which is the U.S. Women's National Team player, Kristen Press. Ooh, that's a big name. Yep. So, so Angel City FC is going to be interesting to see how they do in the NWSL uh, when they when they start playing. Uh, Corinthians is interested in William. Go ahead and take him. 
Yeah, pretty much. Go ahead. I mean, not at this point. Give us what you want. <laughs> uh, and Declan Rice hints West Ham exit. Damn. So those, wow. that is what's going on with the transfer stuff. And let's get going with the headlines. All right. Mikel Ariola has expressed concern over the MLS. So, Mikel Ariola is the president of Liga MX. And he basically has concern as far as Liga MX's position at being the top, uh, being the top, the top league in the CONCACAF. He wants to try to retain his best players and still maintain that economic relevance, which obviously means like TV views and, and jersey sales and basically making sure that Liga MX is still the top league. In, in CONCACAF. What? Yeah, so the reason hmm. there, there's some concern is because obviously he feels that the MLS is now kind of getting moving a shift towards their end uh, again against Liga MX, which I think is kind of kind of I can kind of see it, I guess. Obviously, like there's there, obviously with the TV deals that MLS is getting. Um, I mean, Liga MX, you can watch them on FX. Yeah. Okay. Not, not FX, FS1. But um, the, the, I guess the issue is obviously because of lately you, you're seeing a lot of MLS teams going and getting a lot of their, a lot of their top players. Obviously, Alan Pulido, Lucas Alarayan, um, you know, Rui Diaz. So they're, you know, Edison Flores. Like, you know, they're going after a lot of these top Liga MX stars and bringing them, you know, bringing them over to come play in the MLS. Um, and then even taking like some, you know, big name Mexican players, obviously Carlos Vela and, and Chicharito, you know, are also playing. And even the um, Jonathan. And yeah, Jonathan. Gio was playing there for a minute. Yeah, so, I mean, apparently, so, dude, is there really a concern? I mean, because, I mean, at the end of the day, though, Liga MX still wins the CONCACAF Champions League. Uh, I'm sure they'll probably win the League Cup, the, the little tournament that they do with the MLS and Liga MX teams. Um, do you do you feel like there's a kind of a shift going on that maybe the MLS is kind of taking over, like becoming the new power league in in Concacaf? I mean, I think it's a possibility. We have, to, I think, I think it's maybe going to take a little bit longer than just you know this season. But they, uh, they, they're 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 trying to show up. They're 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 signing these big names and uh, trying to attract the attention. Which is, which is, that's what we normally say, you know, those uh, quote unquote sexy signings, you know, certain ones that were like, yeah, that's a sexy signing, or eh, I guess they were trying for one, but not really. And even though those players, those players are actually pretty good, you know. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can, I can see the shift coming from MLS, but I still think that till MLS wins a CONCAP Champions League, I I don't think that you can necessarily say like the shift has been complete. I feel like that's like the final, the the last thing that the MLS needs is to get that validation. That I mean that, and you just need to see more MLS teams at least competing against like these league MX sides. And, and you know, obviously, you want to see these teams beat them. I mean, you saw LAFC able to have that run, but they were just beating Mexican team after Mexican team after Mexican team until they ended up losing to Tigres. Um, but I, th- I think, yeah, you want to see that, but I think, you know, once we see more MLS teams being able to compete 
against Liga MX. I, I don't think that the concern is there. I mean, we'll get to see what happens with this All-Star game. Um, that it's going to be the Liga MX All-Stars and the MLS All-Stars. Um, which, I mean, if you look at, if you literally look at the roster, you're like, a lot of these MLS players are, were from Liga MX. <laughs> but, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I think, I, I don't think the shift has been, the shift, the shift won't be, a, I won't say the shift has been complete until an MLS team wins the CONCACAF Champions League. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that one. Because that, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, signing all these big names. But like I said, we have to wait maybe a season or two. Like you said, until they possibly, you know, they win the championship. And not just like the one time. Like, I think he has to be, be more consistent with it. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what, I, I totally agree with you on that one. So, yeah, so I think Mikel Ariola is probably just kind of a quick, a little overreaction. A little overreaction from him. But I mean, he's not fully. It's not. It's not that he's wrong. I think there's some level. It's like, it's like when you see like kind of like a strong breeze, and you think, oh my god, a storm's coming, but then nothing yeah. happens. That, that that's basically yeah. that's basically it. Like right now, that's just. It's like it, maybe it could be something, but it probably isn't. So, so yeah, there's that. All right, Edward. I don't know if you caught this, but right. the the malice in Paris. Oh yeah, bro. That that was just that was bad. That was bad. So okay, so if if you guys know Malice in the Palace, which is obviously the the Detroit Pistons and then the Indiana Pacers when they got into a full on brawl with a bunch of fans, um, not necessarily happened the same way. But in the Marcel Nice game, uh, which Nice was winning one to nothing at the time, uh, but the Nice supporters were just. I think this is just a sign that, like, we still don't know how to act. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed there's, like, a lot of brawls been happening at games? Like, a little bit more than usual. Like, I mean, like, there's going to be... Fights are going to happen, like, when you drink and, you know, you, you start feeling a certain alphaness coming. And, you know, or, like, all it takes is just some someone just being an instigator. Um, you know, but, like, lately, there just seems to be a lot of fights happening, like, at stadiums. True, and it's it's sometimes fans on fans, but this is the first time that I've seen it recently. Like it's gotten that bad to where like the fans yeah, made the pitch. This, this is the one time that's like it's the the fans and the players, not not the fans and fans. But yeah, so basically the knee supporters were were being you know obviously rambunctious and and crazy, and to the point where they're even throwing objects. See, I told you it's more than just Mexico. Like other <laughs> other countries do this. Like it's not that. It's not that it's like, oh my God, only Mexico does. No, it's everywhere. Um, I, if anything, I think France is like, hold my beer. It was at a hold my beer moment right here. Um, but yeah. yeah, so the game was abandoned. Like it wasn't, it wasn't suspended. It was abandoned. That's the word that they chose to use for this game. The game was abandoned as Marcial players refused to come back out because the fans stormed onto the field. By the way, where was the security? Like, like I mean, like there was like no, like literally no effort into into the fans coming into the field. Like they just stormed right in. Like it, it looked like as if like a college football team just just won a championship, which ever can probably give you can probably tell you a little bit about that since he was at a U of H championship football game where they just oh, stormed yeah, the field. <laughs> I stormed. I stormed it too. I was like, I was, I was there uh, jumping, trying to teach such the. Uh, the field goal, like, you know? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But yeah, 
So yeah, the, the like literally the the, the Nice fans just stormed in and they just started trying to like, you know, fist the cuffs with some of the Marcial players. There was actually some photos of some of the Marcial players with like marks on their necks because you know they were trying, you know, some of the Nice fans were trying to strangle them. Um, yeah, just just very very just like there's no word to describe what just happened there. Like it was it was just crazy that it happened, and um and. Crazy enough is that right now, because the game was abandoned, Marcio will be taking a three nothing loss. I believe there's going to be some some for, there's going to be a, a review of what exactly transpired. But as of right now, uh, Marcio lot loses this game three nothing. Yep. And I mean, truthfully, I, I just I I just really didn't don't. It was just a bad a bad situation all around. I mean, I mean, honestly, I've I've reacted on the field, like, and you know that personally. You, I've reacted pretty often on the, on the field where I'm frustrated. But when they threw the bottle and then Payet got hit, bro, like, how did how, how else are you supposed to react? You can't just walk away from that. You know what I mean? Like that that you're. It's almost the end of the game. You know, just for that to, for that shit to happen, bro. Like that just. It does. It's kind of. It, it does induce a little bit of rage in the player. Yeah, man, so, it's crazy. I mean, also, like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a fan of these Puma third jerseys because you know Marcio was wearing the the third jersey. Oh yeah, like they look like training tops. Like honestly, like, <laughs> I, I mean, it's not. And obviously, this has nothing to do with just what's what's going on. What happened with the whole fans coming out there? But yeah, I just like I was kept. I kept watching it, and I kept looking. Like I'm like, what the fuck are they wearing? And it's literally just, you know, Puma, Marcio. Like, it's just like... But anyways, yeah, not, the, the concern obviously is there for the players. I think it's dumb that, it's, that they're giving the loss to them when clearly it was... The, it needs this terrible security that, that caused all this. For um, real, everybody was like, where's the security at? You know, like, everybody was like, where, where are they at? And they would, they would, it was funny. They would show up and then it's kind of like where you were thinking, was that guy in the, was the, guy in the safety vest a security or was that a fan? Because I can't tell anymore. Yeah, like, kind of looking like they were attacking. Like, honestly, there were some. Yeah, there looked like there were some security guards that were partaking on this. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, they Christ. were. Getting, they were getting pretty violent. Yeah. It, it it was bad. It was the scenes were tough. Like it's it's as you know, like I I think like once again, I think just fans just don't know how to act right now. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but, um, yeah, bro, that was just it was, it was it wasn't it wasn't professional whatsoever. It was it was bad. That was bad. Like, it's just like, poof. Like, and once again, like I said, man, it's, it's not just Mexico. It, like, there's other fan bases that are just as crazy. I mean, remember, England is known for soccer hooligans, by the way. So, um, but yeah, not just crazy scenes, just all throughout. But yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Hopefully, they 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 decide not to give Marcelo a three nothing loss. I mean, even though they were losing the game because um, it was one nothing at the time. Uh, I just hope that, like you know, they they kind of do a, a better judgment call on it. Um, even though, tech, like once again, technically Marcial was losing at the time, but I mean that's a safety concern. That's on to me. That's on Nice. Yeah, I I agree. It's just, and that's also one thing that I was wondering. I was like, how are the fans just jumping up? Don't they have like cages and stuff around the the stadium? Apparently not in France. Damn. 
That's crazy. I, I can't. I can't even. Like I said, it's just not. It's not my. It's not my thing to. I, honestly, I, I would. Not, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be one of those fans. Like as much as I would love to storm the field on a pitch, you know, and especially in a professional, but, but not for a pitch, But not for a brawl. I mean, I want it to be for something good. You know, something fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, not that. It, that was just bad. Exactly. All right, man. So the last headline is the Taliban and Afghanistan's women's soccer team. Oh, yeah. So for those of you who just don't know what's going on in, in, in the world, um, the U.S. has pulled out of Afghanistan. They are basically all the troops are leaving. Um, it's been it's. I'm not going to really give you guys my thoughts really on that because obviously this is that this isn't that podcast for it. But um, no, it's 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 definitely some some heartbreaking scene seeing like that you know the Afghan the people of Afghanistan you know trying to trying to prevent the the soldier you know the military the U.S. military from leaving the country. You know you got people like holding on to like holding on to the to the cargo planes and all that. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough scene, and, and obviously it's because they know what's going to happen once the the U.S. troops leave, and that's you know. Taliban, you know, is going to re- try to regain their their power, which is basically what's happening. Um, you know, it hurts. You know, but you know, however, however you feel, depending on how you feel on, on that on that war, um, and it's not my place to say, but um, it, it still sucks to see. You know, the 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 fact that you know these people now no don't feel protected anymore because of the, because of you know the U.S. military is pulled out. But there's even bigger the 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 thing that hurt that I guess that kind of like obviously this is a soccer podcast is the 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 level of concern that a lot of the women's national team players of of Afghanistan now feel because of the Taliban regaining the power over there. Um, so much so as former player, former captain of Afghanistan, and she is now the team director. Um, has even shared her concerns for her former teammates. And here's like just the quotes from it. Um, I received messages from players from Afghanistan who are crying, saying we are abandoned and stuck at home, not able to get out. They are afraid. All the dreams just have gone. It's just like a nightmare. Um, obviously, this is the quote from Khalida Popal, who's the former captain of Afghanistan and now team director. Uh, players are sending their videos saying the people I talked against are now outside my door. I cannot breathe. I am so scared and I don't see any protection. What is happening right now is back to square one. We feel the show is over. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Go ahead, bro. Uh, and, and so Popel, who, you know, she, so she helped form the first Afghan women's national team back in 2007. Um, This is kind of like how she ended. Uh, We encourage women and girls to stand up and be bold. And I am telling them to take photos down, shut down your social media and try to shut down their voices. This causes so much pain. The players have been so vocal standing up for women's rights and now their lives are in grave danger. Damn. I mean, it's it's really it's really getting bad over there. I mean, it's gotten bad, and then it's just I don't know, man. It's just it's just crazy with uh, with everything that's going on over there. Those um, basically in Afghanistan, you know, they say that the uh, uh, 
I was about to say the White House, but like the presidential house, like it basically got overrun. Now they got people who, you know, aren't supposed to be in there. Um, you know, just they just overtook everything. And then I, I even I even saw an article saying stating that um they they were actually painting over women's faces on those billboards or public billboards or everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Like because they were showing, you know, their faces. And I was like, that's just, you know, that's just wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's getting, it's getting, it's getting bad. It's, and, and, I mean, I hate to say, it, but it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. No, yeah, clearly. Um, but I mean, as much as it sucks to say, I think obviously, you know, uh, Popal is correct. Um, with what you said, you know that now it's it's about your safety. Obviously, they they made some great strides going all the way back to 2007. But yeah, it's it's kind of... It, it sucks to know that, like, you know, you want to see the game be enjoyed by all and even, you know, you know the people of Afghanistan. Um, and to see that, it's just... It, it's heartbreaking, you know, that, you know, you're, you're, you're taking joy out of it just because of... of just certain beliefs, you know? And um, no, it's it's heartbreaking. Um, but I mean, Popal's correct to to say what she said because it it you know even though like normally you know we'd be saying you know make that statement stand stand by and stand tall you know, but you're, you're talking about a person's life at stake when they do that, and and that changes something you know. Yep. So it, it's it's rough. Um, hopefully things get better, but you know it's it's definitely one of those things that you don't see it. That's not getting any better anytime soon. Yeah, you're right about that, bro. Uh, I mean, all we can do is just pray for their for their well being. Yeah, exactly. So, um, hope, I mean, hope I hope to see something to like in order to help to like support. But obviously, I don't think that's a for them. That's not necessarily a wise move right now. But, um. But yeah, so so there's that. So that is the headlines. I know it en- ended in a in a very much of a downer, but you know, it, it, it's something that I, I felt like we we needed to, to mention. Um, so yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. Edward, it's not necessarily a debate topic, but just a a super early season overreaction. Of whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want you you deem to mention, it could be about your teams. It could be about any anybody that's currently playing right now. Like, what's your overreaction? Um, so, by the way, if you guys want, if you guys this this topic will be dropped on our social media at Insert Name FC Instagram and Twitter. Once again, at Insert Name FC, and you guys can also drop your overreaction for the 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 season right now. Uh, and go ahead. And if you guys have a debate topic in mind, you guys can go ahead and drop it in that post as well. Or you can send us a, a personal message once again on Instagram or Twitter at InsertNameFC. All right, Edward, what's your super early season overreaction? My super early season overreaction? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess I got to say that. Um, how both of our teams ended up tying against 
teams that don't, I don't feel that they should have tied against, they should have won by a margin of some sorts. So is like your, maybe three. Your, is your overreaction that Barcelona and Real Madrid suck? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, okay. Honestly, I mean, Vinicius did his thing, um, but. And Man, Dubai Man, did his thing. Yeah. yeah, I was like, Dubai did his thing. But I mean, come on. There's, there's got to be more you can do. Especially like, I mean, I know Athletic Club Bilbao is, is, a, is a decent club. But I mean, if you beat them in the like, oh, España, mind you, you know, Messi's not here anymore. So it's got to, it, it can't, you can't just not rely on Messi. You know, you, you got to be able to be like, let go, let go of the, of the, of the coattails. You know what I mean? And then, and then Real Madrid, I just I don't they, know. They man. were they were gifting goals. That's really what it was that they were gifting those goals. Oh man, that's crazy! I'm telling you, man. Like it's just it's a super early prediction, but uh, uh, maybe I think I might just take it again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So your your overreaction is that uh, Atletico Madrid repeats. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my my super early season overreaction is going to be, uh, Angel Correa is going to go ahead and win the Golden Boot. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I mean, he's already so he's already scored three goals in the first two games of the season <laughs> <laughs> for Atletico Madrid. So apparently, it wasn't wow. even, we were wrong about Jao Felix. Apparently, Angel Correa was the guy. So <laughs> wow! You notice that we both basically said Spencer's team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we basically bashed our own team and just said Spencer's team. So yeah, so, damn. So Edward's overreaction is that Atletico Madrid uh, is is going to repeat for sure, like handedly. I guess I'm guessing because of the fact that Barcelona and Real Madrid just don't look like it. Um, and then my overreaction is that uh, Angel Correa is going to go ahead and win the Golden Boot. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, we Sounds could be right. very wrong. I mean, for all we know, Barcelona, Real Madrid jump jump on, on the table, and then for all we know, Korea goes goes cold for the rest of the season. So, <laughs> so but that's the reason we'll why we'll that's see. the reason why we call overreactions. Yeah, er, super early overreactions. Super early overreactions. But yeah, so. That is our debate topic. Once again, like I said, it is going to be posted on social media at Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC. Go ahead and give us your overreaction for the season. And uh, we'll go ahead and take a break and we'll get going with game recaps. Yo, Edward, I'm digging that jersey. Where did you get it? Thanks. I got it at fanatics.com. What's fanatics? Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. You can get the gear of all your favorite teams. Even NASCAR? Even NASCAR. If you shop using our link, not only will you be getting swagged out, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. Nice. I'm going to start shopping now. And we are back. All right, Edward. Games to recap. What's your game to recap? All right. So my game to recap is actually... uh, the Udinese versus, did I say that right? Udinese uh, versus Juventus. Uh, they ended up in a 2-2 draw. Juventus had 57% of the possession, but Udinese outshot them 12-10. to But the reason why I'm putting this one in as my game recap, it ended in a tie, but 
there was a Cristiano Ronaldo header goal. And at the last, I think it was like at the last two minutes, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it would have been the 3-2, you know, it would have been who went this is win. But the VAR disallowed that goal barely because I think it was like Cristiano Ronaldo's elbow was ahead of the defender. His elbow, not his feet, his elbow. So I don't know. I feel kind of like it was taken away from Cristiano and from Juventus. Like yeah, that win. That, that goal was denied. That, that win was yeah. denied. Yeah. So I feel like it was just taken away like that. Like for no, like it just, I uh, just think it was just, it was not necessary to do that. No, I agree with you. I think that it was highway robbery. I think it should, it should have been a goal. Yeah. I think they're trying to get to where Juventus doesn't win it again. Maybe. I don't know. I, maybe, I think, you know. I think what's also crazy is the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo was coming off the bench. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I was like, I mean, they're trying to let they're trying to let everybody else play. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I for sure I clearly see that. But no, yeah. Um, I mean, what can you do? Yeah. Well. But yeah. So two two. Uh, Juventus versus Udinese. Udinese. I hope I said it right. Um, but Hector, what's your game to recap? My game to recap is Roma beating Fiorentina three to one. So Fiorentina had fifty eight percent of the possession. And the shot count was even 11 to 11. Uh, but Fiorentina had more shots on target, uh, 8 to 6. And the thing to highlight from this game, not only was this Jose Mourinho's return to Serie A as the manager of Roma, but it was also the debut of Tammy Abraham, who came off with two assists in this game. So already he looks like a different man being back with his old <laughs> boss. There you go. So it's so, not a bad, and then plus Roma showed some science, some sense of defense. So I mean, they, they only gave up one goal. So. <laughs> You're like it's not just attacking it's, this it's time. It's already working. It's, the, it's already working. The, the defensive master is already already doing his is already working his magic. Yeah. Also, uh, Jose Mourinho had a very funny press conference. Really. Yeah, he was like in in Italy in in, a, in England. All they want to ask me is about about uh, about the outside the stuff, outside the field stuff, blah blah blah. And and over here in Italy, you guys want to hear about the tactics. And right now, I don't feel like talking about the tactics. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jose Mourinho being Jose Mourinho. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, no, two great games. Well, I mean, well, if you're a Juventus fan, probably not a great game, but. Which, which you are, Edward. But, um, <laughs> two very interesting games. Yes, that, that Juventus game definitely got my attention. I thought it was crazy and bizarre. There was a lot of great games this weekend, but these two definitely are, are, are two good ones. Um, but Edward, who is your player of the week? All right, so my player of the week is, I'm actually jumping over to the Bundesliga for this one, uh, Serge Gnabry. Um, he scores... Two goals in Barry Munich's three to two win against Colm. So he actually scored the first two goals, and I think Lewandowski scored the third one. But I mean, or did I get that right, wrong? I think I did. <laughs> I think I did. Um, but yeah, um, 
Yeah, but Serge Gnabry, I mean, he's he's a hell of a player. Uh, I actually like how he plays. He's a speedy dude, like really speedy. I'm like, I don't know. But but yeah, he, I think those two goals were crucial and of course, making them win because if not, then it would have just been a two to one, you know? So, but yeah, um, I, I, I really like that even though I'm going for Dortmund, it was just a, I mean, Dortmund didn't have a, a good game either way, but you know, it was a, it was a. I guess I had to give it to Bayern on this one. But this is also Narby's second time being selected Player of the Week. Yeah, I think did I choose him the first time or did you? I did. Yeah. All right. So hey, look at that. <laughs> yeah. So, not bad. Yeah. So what about you? Who's your Player of the Week? So my Player of the Week, I'm actually gonna go back to that Roma game. And it's Jordan Beretut. Um, he scored two of the goals. One of them was assisted by Tammy Abraham in Romo's 3-1 win against Fiorentina. Nice. So we're not we're not even mentioning, you know, Mkhitaryan or or anybody else. It's, it's, it's these other guys that are coming up. So look, Jose Mourinho's working his magic. Yeah, there you go. Hopefully it can stay like that. Yeah. So congratulations to Narby and Veritude. For making our players of the week. All right. Because I owe y'all this. I definitely owe y'all this. We're going to preview the Serie A game. This time, Edward's here. So it's not just Yay. me. It's not just me rambling. So, <laughs> so the Serie A <laughs> preview for this season, even though Serie A already has already been, you know, obviously we just, we just recapped two Serie A games. So that should tell you that, that the Serie A is going on. So we're going to go ahead and give you guys. The, the, oh, another preview of the Serie A since you guys didn't get to hear all that. So, all right. The teams that will be featured in this year's version of the Serie A will be Atalanta, Bologna, Cagliari, Empoli, Fiorentina, Genoa, Hellas Verona, Inter Milan, Juventus, Lazio, AC Milan, Napoli, Roma, Sal- Salernitana, that's still struggling with that one. Salernitana, Sampdoria, Sassuolo, Spezia, Torino, Udinese, and Venezia. Edward? Venezia. <laughs> oh, Venezia, yes, correct. So the teams that will be making the, the new teams to the Serie A this season is Empoli. Salernitana and Venezia. Edward, who's your team to watch? Mm. Mm. Honestly, I'll say Fiorentina. Can you elaborate? Well, I mean, you got a new coach, and like you said, it's they're doing some, doing some right. So, I mean, oh, wait, I'm tripping. I'm sorry. Le- sorry. 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 I was reading the names. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, geez. What was the team you were wanting to say? Oh, God. Um, I was actually going to say, well, I was actually going to say um, uh, Inter Milan. I'm sorry. I was reading the names right now. Oh, Inter Milan. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, it's because like Fiorentina is actually on top of AC, but yeah, I meant to say Inter and then I messed it up with Fiorentina. I'm sorry. My eyes just crisscrossed. But yeah. Um, wait. No. Okay. Let me go back. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. say AC Milan. AC Milan. I'm okay. joking. It's AC Milan. Yeah, AC. Milan. Okay. Why AC Milan? <laughs> well, because um, it seems like they actually played a, a decent game uh, against uh, uh, Udi, Udinese. AC oh no, Milan? I'm sorry. But Sampdoria, Sampdoria, Sampdoria. Okay. And, <laughs> um, the, I actually like watching uh, Salamakers. Salamakers okay. actually, I, I guess, because like the dribbling and everything, like his, his speed. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually like how he plays, and mm-hmm. I think they were actually playing pretty, pretty, pretty well, pretty good. Um, and uh, I don't think Slatan even played that game. It was Olivier Giroud. I, I think I think Slatan so, still injured. Yeah. So and then I mean they got like like I said they got Giroud. So he's always fun to watch. Dude's always manhandling everybody. He's like, hey, I didn't do anything, even though he's like dragging them down. <laughs> Lukaku to Pablo Mari. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the team to watch, honestly, is AC Milan. See how they're going to do without Slatan, with the injured Slatan. But it looks like they were carrying themselves pretty well. So I can't just say, oh, team to watch Juventus. That's always going to be like my team to watch no matter what. But I wanted to spice things up a bit, go for the for the rivals, AC Milan. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. What about you? So my team to watch is Venezia. And the reason why I said Venezia is obviously, you know, they got, they got promoted to the Serie A, but also is the fact that they feature a few Americans, um, Gianluca Busio and Tanner Tesman. So Gianluca Busio, we got to see him in, in the Gold Cup this, you know, this, this summer. Um, not necessarily a perfect player. I think he still needs a few things to work on. He does have the ball play. I think that that's clear, but obviously needs to work on his physicality. Definitely think the serial is going to help him with that. Um, and then you have Tanner Testament. Tanner Testament has a very interesting story. Uh, this is the part where we, we got back into the episode. This, so this is the part where now you're all up to date as far as the serial goes. <laughs> uh, so the reason why... Uh, so Tanner Testament's story is a little bit interesting because um, he chose to play in FC Dallas's Youth Academy over becoming a kicker for Clemson, the the foot you know, for Clemson's football team. Um, so that's crazy to think that this guy had a shot to be a, a national champion at Clemson. And I also believe he's Dabo Sweeney's godson. Um so so yeah Dabo Sweeney was really trying to get this guy to be, be his kicker. Apparently this guy kicked a 60 yarder like no with no problem with zero practice of ever kicking a football before. And so that's all he needed to know to make make his godson uh, uh, an offer to to be the kicker over at Clemson, and but he chose to go ahead and continue with FC Dallas. Ends up you know being part of, of FC Dallas's uh, senior team. I believe was called up for the Olympic team, but obviously no one wants to talk about about that. But Tanner Tesman didn't really get to play, so maybe maybe that would have been their way to to qualify for the Olympics. Um, and but you know he, he gets this move to go over. To Venezia, um, which I think is gonna is great for him because now I get to to cheer him on instead. You know, since he's no longer at FC Dallas, so that makes things easier for me. But uh, you know, a good jump up for him and another FC Dallas player leaving to go to Europe. Go figure! And meanwhile, the Dynamo have still yet to accomplish that. So, <laughs> so 
So yeah, you're just you are just <laughs> not salty at all. Not salty at all. Yeah, not salty at all. But yeah, so I think I think Vinicius is going to be an interesting team to watch. I don't know if they're going to be good because obviously they're getting sent up to Syria, and that's not necessarily an easy thing. But I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what these two Americans get to do. Yeah, I mean that's yeah okay. So all right, that's going to be a team to watch too on my on my end. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll check them out. All right, Edward, who's your player to watch? My player to watch on this one. Mm-hmm. You know what? I want to see Locatelli. Like I want to see what he brings. You have you have you not seen what Locatelli can do? I know, no, but I'm saying, but I know I've seen what he can do. I'm just saying, like at Juventus, like you even you said, like another oh. midfielder. Oh, here we go. Oh, can he live? So can he live up to the to the title of being a Juventus player? Yeah. Okay. I I, I get I get that. Yeah. Um. All right. What about you? So my player, and uh, once again, going back to last week's episode, but Sandra Tonali, um, the other you know promising midfielder, the Italian. Um, I believe he did not get called up for the Euros, but another I guess you could say him, you know, Locatelli and 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 Sancho Tonali is going to be that big part of the future for for Italy's national team. Um, so, you know, Sancho Tonali is has been compared to Andrea Pirlo plenty of times, so you know maybe he can make that next step. I feel like he's done plenty enough to prove that he's a good player, but obviously I think he'll he wants to get that call up, especially with the 2022 World Cup coming, so. I do think Sanjay Tonali is, is a player to watch over at AC Milan. All right. I guess. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm All, right. Just saying, okay. All right. All right. who's your favorite? Do you even have to ask? <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you, you said Borussia Dortmund was going to win the Bundesliga. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, who went this is my favorite to win. Okay. I mean, I figured. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm going to go ahead and go with the boring pick. I, re, I mean, you guys heard it last week, but I'm going to go ahead and say it again. Juventus. I mean, Juventus is essentially the Bayern Munich of Serie A. Uh, I mean, I'm, it, it kind of goes back to look at Inter Milan, even though... Okay. So, um, Edward, are you familiar with Gabriel Marcardi? Mm, please refresh my memory. He's like an ASPN FC analyst. Mm, He's with, no, he, he does no, ESPN. All right, so he he basically shat on AC and on Inter Milan. So obviously <laughs> you lo- you lose the Kaku, you get Ian Desco. Not an upgrade. That's what he said. Um, you lose who they who they lose in the midfield. Uh, they lost. Oh, I mean, I guess technically Christian Eriksen. Not not yeah. really, but kind of. You lost Christian Eriksen, and you bring in uh, Chenilolu. Not an upgrade. Um, mentioned, oh, uh, you lose Ant- Antonio Conte. You bring in Inzaghi. Not an upgrade. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he basically kind of just shat on, on Inter Milan. And, but to be honest, he has a point. Uh, <laughs> these are not upgrades to what those, play- what those players and that manager are. So... Yeah, no, he has a fair point. And so, you know, with Inter Milan, you're not entirely sure what... I mean, we saw what they got to do in their first game. I mean, with you know, we saw we saw what they did. So, I mean, who knows how they're really going to be. But obviously, there's... Do, can they compete with the Juventus right now? 
Probably. Maybe. Who knows? But it's not necessarily as confident as you would be. Uh, but even AC Milan, even though AC Milan looks good, um, they're still they're still not there yet, in, in my opinion. They're still it's a fairly young team, um, as far as with Juventus is a more established team. Um, even if you take that draw, but like I still think Juventus is still a better team. Atalanta, um, I mean they look better and better each year, but I just don't think they're there yet to fit really jump over them. Um, so I mean this is Juventus' league to lose. Yeah, actually, you're right. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens, bro. It just, right. it, I think, I think, I think right now, especially with that tie that they had this past week, I don't know how this is going to react on the next game. So, we'll see what happens. Okay. But yeah, so that is the Serie A. Again, well, this time you actually get to fully, fully hear the Serie A preview. <laughs> Um, all right, games to watch this weekend. So, kind of doing the same thing. I just let you know, obviously we look at all the the league. Well, not all the leagues, but we look at some the major leagues that we talk about in this podcast, and we give you guys uh some te- some matchups to watch. Um, all right, start things off with the MLS. We have LA LA Jesus Christ LA Galaxy versus LAFC. I mean, it's the El Trafico. Never disappoints. Um, Austin FC versus FC Dallas. FC Dallas cam comes up big with a draw against the Dynamo, um, and now they're going to take on the get, take on the other team in in Texas. So we'll see how that game turns out. So those are two games in the MLS. Maybe Edward. Good God, that was big, young. All right. Um, yeah, I know. I was like, I was. That's why I laughed. I was like, what is this dude doing? <laughs> Anyways, um, maybe everybody wants to check out one of these games. Maybe. I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Um, and in the NWSL, we have the OL Reign versus the Portland Thorns. Who The Portland Thorns actually won the International Champions Cup, which was them, the Houston Dash, Barcelona, and Olympic Lyon. So congratulations to Portland Thorns. Oh, and also Olivia Motri scored her, her first ever uh, goal as a professional player. Um, which ironically was against the Houston Dash. It was also off a free kick. So remember the 15 year old? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so the Portland Thorns versus OL Reign and Gotham FC versus the Orlando Pride. Remember, we are now talking about the farewell tour for Carly Lloyd. So make sure you guys enjoy as much as you can of Carly Lloyd before she will be hanging it up. So, yep. And it's with Gotham FC. Once again, cool name. So, such a cool name. Yeah. It is a hell of a name. I'm surprised that it was never taken. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's, it's, I, I, I feel like that's how they were. Like, oh, this name is still hanging around? All right, let's just take it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Just do it. All right. In Liga MX, I have uh, Leon versus America and Tijuana versus Monterrey. Any any thoughts there, Edward? Well, um, Leon versus America is going to be a good game. I know that for a fact. America won, I think, against uh, who did they beat? Uh, it wasn't San Luis. It was uh, fuck. Who was it? All I know is America won. Damn it! 
San Luis, San Luis played against Cruz Azul. I know that much, but then I can't remember what Omega played with, but Omega won, I think it was like 2 0 or 3 0. Okay. Yeah. Well, so that one's going to be good. Tijuana versus Monterrey. I think Monterrey hasn't been doing like what you would expect from Monterrey, but I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. And in Ligue we have, which is ironic, but Nice versus Bordeaux. <laughs> oh man, I wonder how it's gonna go with Nice. Honestly, like, do you think it's gonna be a constant thing? Maybe I don't know. No, nah, who knows? Uh, I mean, maybe they're probably gonna have like alcohol restrictions now uh, over there. So we'll maybe see. even though all they, all, even though I saw all they threw was bottles of water. So we'll see. Um, and then the other game is RC Lens versus Lorient. So the two newly promoted teams in Ligue uh take on each other. So. Interesting matchup That's right there. Cool. Um, for Syria, I have Lazio versus Spezia. I mean, kind of want to see what Pedro does over at Lazio now. Yeah, um, he had, he played he played a pretty good game. He had a lot of he had a, a lot of good opportunities, but he was playing like basically a supporting role. He really wasn't actually being like, you know I'm gonna run it all the way in kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Right. So. And then and then the other game is Sassuolo versus Sam. Doria, and the reason why I put that out there is because I want to see how this team looks without Locatelli. Sassuolo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll wait and see. Yeah, so. I feel like it's going to be like the final until the next time on Dragon Ball Z. Basically. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. All right, in the Bundesliga, I have Wolfsburg versus RB Leipzig. Um, oh, that's a good one. I think Leipzig takes it. I think so too. And yeah. Bayern Munich versus Hertha Berlin. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess if you want to say like Bayern Munich, maybe their secondary squad taking it on. Because I think even their secondary squad can take on Berlin. Like, no offense to them. It's just. I think, I mean, uh, dude, it's, wait, are you, are you thinking about Union Berlin or Hertha Berlin? Oh, that's right. I'm thinking about Union Berlin. Hertha Berlin, <laughs> even, though, even though I think Hertha Berlin isn't like all of the way up there, you know. Okay. But, I mean, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see what their formation is. All right. In La Liga, we have Atletico Madrid versus Villarreal. I think that was actually going to be a decent game. We'll see if, if Angel Carrero continues his, his golden boot journey. You mean his <laughs> golden boot, um, what's it called, preview? So you so much called it. <laughs> and uh, Barcelona going up against the most annoying team in La Liga, Getafe. Oh, it's like they do so bad against like they're Spanos, terrible everywhere like, else. <laughs> Espanol, like Real Sociedad, but then when they face against Real Madrid, Atlético Madrid, and uh, Barcelona, all of a sudden it's like they're the powerhouse. I'm like what's, uh, what's going sudden, on? All, all of a sudden they're PSG. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like they tend to run circles around them and everything. I'm just like, what is going on? Yeah, so so we'll, we'll get to see how annoying Getafe is going to be this season. So there's that. All right. In the English Premier League, we have Chelsea versus Liverpool. A great oh, matchup. Great, that great is match. a hell of a matchup. Yes, that's going to be a hell of a matchup, bro. Um, and, and Manchester City versus Arsenal. Oh, that's actually going to be a good one, too. Um, stop, lying. stop lying. Stop it. <laughs> you stop. Uh, I felt like, I mean, you never know. Maybe Arsenal will pull something out of their magical hat. You know, like it just well, Aubameyang is healthy now, so maybe he's gonna start this time. Maybe that that could be a boost. 
Yeah. Maybe Zaka I mean, doesn't maybe Zaka doesn't is in the starting lineup. I mean I already I, heard, I already feel better if Zaka's not in the lineup. I mean, I heard rumors about Obama Yang. Maybe I mean they're just like I said, they're just rumors that supposedly I think that he was gonna end up going to Barcelona. I don't know. Like I said, these are just rumors. But I mean I, I personally I, I don't think I don't think Barcelona gets him. If anything, Arsenal needs as much help as they can get. Like, no offense, bro. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But, but all right. These these are actually some pretty good matches. I like those. I like those. Yeah, so those games to be looking... I, I think you should be checking out this weekend. All right. So we're going to go ahead and take one more break, and then we'll go ahead and do our three up, three down, the Bundesliga jerseys. Hector, are you listening to music? No, I am not listening to music. I'm listening to my audiobook on Audible. What's Audible? Audible allows you to listen to a large library of audiobooks at your convenience. What if I'm not sure about Audible? Well, you can start a 30-day free trial when you use the link audibletrial.com slash podcast. Not only do you get the experience on Audible, but you'll also be supporting Insert Name FC. I'm going to start my free trial right now. And we are back. All right. Three up, three down. The 2021-22 Bundesliga jerseys. We'll start things off with Spencer, as we always do. All right. First, Spencer's three down. He has Hoffenheim. So I want to look at these jerseys to see what Spencer was looking, what was Spencer thinking when he saw these jerseys. And uh, Hoffenheim, I guess, I guess this, is, this is a prime like example of a boring jerseys. Yeah, I mean, I Hoffenheim has like a very, it's not that it's a distinct look, but they have, they just, they keep it simple with their jerseys. It's not even that, but like also um, the the what you call it the 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 away jersey looks a little to me it has a little a little ring from Tottenham. I don't know, maybe that's just me. Uh, I can kind of see what you're saying, but yeah. So, kind of, kind of, but they're they're basically boring jerseys. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I can see I can see where he's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, number three, he has Hoffenheim. Number two is Mainz. Oh, wow. Let me see what Mainz has. Oh, well, I mean, the home has a lot of... Uh, it looks like a kaleidoscope. Like, looking into a kaleidoscope. <sighs> That's a bit of an eyesore. Then their away yeah. jersey is very, very boring-ish. Plain. Um, and the third, well, the third isn't too, third isn't too bad, but it's not necessarily. I don't know. I think, I think ever since, ever since Ajax brought it out, like way back in like, uh, what was it? 16, 17? No, the gold, the black and gold. Yeah. The black and gold. Yeah. And ever since then, like, I felt like the team started using it more like various teams as a third kit or an away kit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can see, I can see why Spencer doesn't like it. Mm. All right, number one is VFL Wolfsburg. And Spencer has some things to say. (laughs) So, uh, first of all, let's look at the jerseys before we we talk about what Spencer said. 
let me see. Wow, that is a very, very bright. Yeah, green. I was like, this looks like you're wearing one of those uh, traffic jackets, the ones where you're just like, the, the same hey, thing. I'm across the street. Yeah, I'm across the street. Go ahead. I, I kind of like the little wolf logo on the neck, on the on like kind of where your the collar, uh, the yeah, the, where the throat is. You get on a oh, way jersey. Gosh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But still, it, like, it's not. No, it's not like oh, this makes the jersey the best. No, I'm not saying that, but it's it's a, it's different. I guess you mean on the inside, on the back. Yeah, I is know that, what you mean. Is that on the that's inside? Nice. Yeah, that's on the inside. Oh, okay. It looks like it's on the back of the, pa- the back of the patch. Okay. That would look. That would have been cooler if it was on the neck. <laughs> no, it's on the inside. Yeah, yeah it just it's, a, it's, a, it's a tag. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So let's see what Spencer has to say. I love the I love the VW and all they do for the advancement of the car community, but this ain't it, big fella. <laughs> the home kit I can deal with, but who really signed off on this? They own Audi, Seat, Skoda, Bentley, Bugatti. Lamborghini, Porsche, Ducati, Volkswagen, commercial vehicles, Scania, and man, these look like we inspired kids. <laughs> like we, as in like uh, the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what I'm guessing he meant. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I get what he's going with. I mean, okay, you know, I'm, I'm getting a sense that Spencer does, definitely likes those. Those very bright jerseys, and I can see why he said he's, he, he he does like the home jersey, but the rest is just like what the hell. So yeah, so yeah, that wow, man, I'm gonna get blinded by looking at that Wolfsburg jersey. Bro, trust me, <laughs> trust me, that's how I, that's how I see it too. All right, so his three down is Hoffenheim, Mainz, and VFL Wolfsburg. All, All right. right, my three down, FC Augsburg. What? Let me see. Let's take let's take a little stroll here. Yeah, FC Augsburg. I ooh the home jersey. Yeah, yeah, the home jersey. I can see where I can see why. Ah, even look like it's a black, but it's like I feel I feel red and green. First of all, I think of Christmas when I think of red and green, but it's not a color combination that I think it can be easily pulled off. At least, at least, candy cane, at least with the vertical stripes. So, it, it, yeah, it's not a, it's not, it's just not a good jersey. I, I personally don't like it, but, um, but yeah, that's number three. Number two is Botchum's away jersey. Botchum's, you said? Yeah, Botchum. And the reason why I don't like Botchum's away jersey is because it makes me think of Tottenham. Well, see that one and the and the one we were talking about, uh, Berlin. To me, and was, uh, also I, I find the jersey very boring. So, yeah, and, I mean, I, and then plus it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't help that makes me think of Tottenham. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I guess I guess you're right. Uh, and number one, I have Greta Firth's home jersey. B. Yeah, I see. I see what you mean. Yeah, this is just it, this is where it's like okay, try to it make reminds something. me a little bit. It reminds me of like if, if, if Batman was green. Yeah, the like they look like that's right. Yeah, 
Um, but yeah, no, this, this is just this is just too much. Like this is just maybe it's supposed to be pine. I don't know. Like pieces, like tree, little trees with pine. I don't know, but yeah. it's 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 really distracting. But yeah, so my three down is FC Augsburg home, Bochum's away, and Gred the first home. Okay, all right. So my third down is actually um, I, I kind of have to jock you on this one. Um, where is it? Where is it? Because even I looked at it, I was like, was it kind of nasty? Uh, Augsburg. Yeah, like you said, that red and green, bro, it just, oh, bro, it just reminds me of, like, those chocolate candy canes. Like, instead of peppermint, it was, like, chocolate and peppermint candy canes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I was like, no, no, no. Um, Number two would have to be... um, Um, I guess the the light the Leipzig away, just because of like so many colors going on at once, and I understand that they have like you know the two bulls going at it with the sun and stuff. Like that would be cool, and then just adding like a small amount of color. But these dudes ended up like it sounds like if color was in a painting, and then like they turn on the the freaking base, and then the the freaking colors just started going crazy all over the shirt. Like, the, like the, I don't know if that makes any sense, but like if sound had a had a color and vibration kind of sound, there it is, right there. That's what it looks like. It reminds me a lot of freaking watching that episode of Batman Beyond and that evil the the, the villain Soundwave or whatever the fuck his name was. I don't remember, but yeah, every time he was like, and then I just imagine those colors right there, like just that the, the wavelength of kind of shit. So yeah, I just uh, no no no. It's just this is uh, I don't like it. Like it's not all crazy bad, but I just don't. Uh, I just don't like it. Okay, it's pretty bad. All right, and my number one. Uh, my number one that I do not like. I do not. Uh. I guess I have to go with, um, let's see, I guess Hertha, Berlin, the homes. Mm, I don't, those, those stripes and stuff, I don't know why, but it just kind of reminds me of like those CD cases, towers, like the CDs cases stacked on top of each other. Oh, okay. Or like the ones with, you know what I mean? Like yeah, when you bought those tower cases and you shoved them in. Yeah, it just reminds me of that. Oh my God. I totally see it. Which, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> That's like, uh, showing my age. <laughs> uh, bro, no, I'm mean, showing your age. Imagine me. Like, I'm the one that's actually explaining it. That's but, true. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. And then that whole auto hero, like, I understand that's your, try to, try to build around it. These dudes just, Looks like they just stamped a sticker on there. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, so it doesn't even look right. It doesn't look flush, I guess. So yeah, all right. So yeah, to reiterate, um, my number three. Uh, let me say, uh, 
was was my number no number three was the one you said Augsburg. Number mm-hmm. two was the Leipzig away. And then my number one was Hertha Berlin home. That was my three down. Okay. All right. Going back to Spencer. Going back to Spencer. As soon as I, I okay. Uh, his number three is Bayer Leverkusen. I'm assuming that that's what he means. Bear, the, yeah, the way that uh, I think it's Bear Leverkusen, the way it's spelled. Okay, so yeah. Bayer Leverkusen has like a very like you know what you expect from them, which is a, a a black and red striped jersey, probably like a white jersey. Either either they do like a full black or they do a full white, and I think this year they did a full white. Mm-hmm. So no, I like. I mean, the jersey um, Jaco is is a. I kind of like what Jaco does sometimes, honestly. So yeah, I, I mean, I can I can see what it is. It's clean. It's a clean jersey. Pretty straightforward. Uh, number two, Freiburg away kit. So Freiburg. It's an interesting, interesting one from Spencer. Let me see the, how the jersey looks. I need to see it. The uh, the Freiburg one, the away one. It's not too bad. Okay, I, I see it. Nike. Nike is like it's a hit or miss with Nike, but Nike has has come out with like at least they're going for it with the jerseys this season. I mean, it, what I like about it, it's I guess you could say it's kind of simplistic, but it does have some designs towards the mm-hmm. the side of the shirts and the the sleeves. It gets you know? the job done. Yeah, and then so it's not it's not too plain, but it actually is. It's just enough to where it's like, you know, you're good, you're you're golden. You don't have to. You know, you don't have too much, but at the same time, you also don't have like a little bit. Just how you said, like, or just how I said, like, that those jerseys like remind us of you know Tottenham because it's Tottenham. It's very just like that. The trimming, the edging, everything. All right. So for Spencer's number one, it's a tie between two jerseys, and it is the FC Cologne's third blackout kit. The and- third blackout. Pepsi third blackout kit. Let's see. And I kind of I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a blackout jersey, but you you have like the red and the white to kind of like have a little pop in there. But yeah, it's a blackout. Oh jersey, yeah. Man. Yeah, I like that one. That's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. the the other one is tied with is Borussia Dortmund's home kit. Yeah, buddy. So yeah, and, and you know when you watch the players wear these, it's like it just—I don't know—the way it looks in Dortmund, like it—it—it it, it just it feels like everything just pops in Dortmund, like it just everything seems brighter, like even the field looks brighter. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what Dortmund does, but it it yeah it just stands out more in Dortmund more specifically. But but yeah, so Spencer's three up is Bayer Leverkusen. Freiburg's away kit, Cologne's, and then a tie between Cologne's third kit and Borussia Dortmund's home kit. Okay. All right. So my three up is starts with Bertha Firth's away kit. And I know All I right. said I know I said I'm not a fan of horizontal stripes, but this is one of my few exceptions. <laughs> I feel like this is the exception. Yeah, I don't know. It's I, I like it. It's clean. I think the black and green, black and green. I feel like is a good color combination. So yeah, 
I like this jersey. Um, and then <laughs> number two is RB Leipzig's away. Uh, okay. I, actually, I actually like it. I think it's, um, I mean, I would have said RB Leipzig's home jersey and I, and I like that one too, but I like the away jersey a little bit more. I like the, I do like the black and then the, the yellow and the blue and the red. So I actually do like that. The, the sound waves. <laughs> so I, I do, I do, I do like that jersey. Um, so. This is this is the fun part. Is like whenever you see which one which ones conflict with each other. So, but yeah, I, yep. I do I do like that jersey. And number three, number one is Bayern Munich's third kit. It is a white jersey, um, but I just like the design. It it kind of makes me think of mountains. But is it like this? Is like the few times that I do like something that's a little bit different. But I I don't know. I just like the look. Uh, it's literally just different. I don't. That's it. that's all I really can say. It's just different, but I like how it looks. I like how the Bayern logo is red. And, you know, it's, it's just a different jersey. But I definitely say this is my just favorite. Just the jersey. accent, I guess. Yeah. And I like the the darker blue on the collar and then on the on the sleeves. Oh okay. So, yeah. right. so my three up are Greta Furs away. RB Leipzig's away and Bayern Munich's third. Uh, all right. Okay. So on my top three, it's actually going to be. Um, it's going to be FC Cold's blackout jersey. That's my number three. Okay. And, and you know, I like the black on black. That's probably why. Like, it's uh, the blackout. I've been, even, even then, I've been looking for even for. For the Borussia Dortmund one, which I should probably stop looking. <laughs> um, you're allowed, you're allowed number, to dream, Edward. I know, I know. Then my number two is actually Barry Munich's away jersey. Just the the black and gold. It's pretty cool. I actually like the uh, the little polka dots that they have. Like you know, it's you know, kind of like a checkered almost. Just you know, four big checkers kind of stuff the sleeves like they just stay intact you know it's still just black but it, it has like a pretty cool design like I actually like it I, I guess maybe it's just the black and the gold same thing <laughs> like I was just saying like ever since Ajax brought it out I guess mm-hmm. uh, in the Champions League that's when everybody was like oh shit that's actually pretty cool mm-hmm. so that's my number two and my number one my number one is actually Borussia Dortmund's home jersey. It just, I don't know, something about it. Even with the weird striping on the sides of it, it still looks It's a Dortmund jersey. Good. Yeah. It just, still, it just still looks damn good. Dortmund has always done like pretty damn good with those jerseys, bro. Shoot, I might just start collecting the Dortmund ones. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You're not. You're, you're not gonna be rocking anymore, anymore. Bar, uh, Barcelona. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still gonna be rocking Barcelona. You know, it's Barcelona, but it's just gonna be hard to to escape the shadow of Messi. You know, like I said, I mean, I may actually go ahead and get the the PSG um, Messi jersey. Hmm. 
just to have it. <laughs> oh yeah. But to yeah, but to reiterate, number three, the FC blackout coal. Uh number two, the Bayern Munich away jersey, the black and gold. And number one, Borussia Dortmund home jersey. All right, all right. So that is our three up, three down. And yeah, that's that's the show. <laughs> um mm-hmm. wanna give a shout out to our new family, the Belly Up Podcast Network. Um we're we're grateful. The everybody on Unhinged, we're really grateful for the partnership that we have with Belly Up, um, being able to use their network, and then obviously them utilizing the Unhinged Radio. So it's a great partnership. I'm really excited of, of all that we're we're going to be growing with 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 Belly Up. Um, so yeah, I definitely can't wait. So you guys can go ahead and check them out at www.bellyupsports.com. Um, so gives. You can see all the great blogs that they have, the great articles that they've written, shows you all the great partners that they're affiliated with, um, and obviously also gives you your connection to all the platforms that you can go ahead and follow them on. Oh, anything to say, Edward? Oh, um, so I still have, I actually did order uh, the Swift Lifestyle, um, you know, the Focus Vision stuff. I still haven't gotten it yet, though. So, uh, but I actually am excited oh, to try it out. And they actually, and they actually, and they, yeah, and they actually actually brought out a shake cup. It looks pretty cool. Like actually, it's 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 not as as big as I thought, but it's actually pretty cool. Like so, I'm getting that too. So, All right. uh, I'm I'm actually excited to do to get that. And right now, with the work hours that I'm working, I need it. Uh, yeah. So, so, so shout out to Swift Lifestyles. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I, but yeah, I'm 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 pretty sure I'm glad you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be trying that out and I'm gonna let you know how it goes and but I have I have a really positive feeling about that honestly it's a, I think it's gonna be better than me drinking a freaking uh, energy drink but so and then just basically crashing in the middle of the day so all right but yeah all right so so going back to that uh, we also want to give a shout out to the Unhinged Radio which is powered by Belly Up uh, you can follow them on Twitter at Radio Unhinged. You can be notified when uh, all the great podcasts are a part of that that radio network now. Um, obviously, listen to us on Fridays at 11 a.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, and obviously, uh, if you follow Radio Unhinged on Twitter, you'll be notified when we're available. Also, shout out to Alejandra Gomez and her company, ANG Graphics the creation of the insert name FC logo. If you guys love our logo and you guys want something a little bit, some something done like similar to that, well, go ahead and hit up our girl Alejandra. Follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, that's a.g.graphics with an X. Go ahead and hit her up and let her take good care of you like she took good care of us. Yeah, love you, Ali. Um, and of course, shout out to the man, the myth, the everything, Roosevelt Spencer. The man, the myth, the legend, the everything. Yep. Um, once again, our show wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for Spencer, for all the hard work that he does, all the time he puts in. Mm-hmm. The fact that he sends us his 303 down, guys just committed to us and we're committed to him. So much so that we named after our Player of the Year Award for Spencer. That's why it's called the Roosevelt Spencer's Player of the Year Award. Sponsored, yeah, by, yeah. sponsored by Chick-fil-A. Not officially, but... 
unofficially sponsored Chick-fil-A. by Chick-fil-A. Yo, Chick-fil-A, if you're listening to this, man, you got to give us something. I'll, I'll, be, I'll eat the, the waffle fries with the Chick-fil-A sauce right in the air, too, and everything. We'll make a trophy of Spencer eating Chick-fil-A. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, but yeah, so shout out to Roosevelt Spencer. Uh, he's the guy that makes the beats. He's the guy that you know does all the all the stuff for us. Uh, does the karaoke's when we do our singing bets. Um, so he he is everything to us, and he makes our show sound great. If you guys did not catch episode forty nine, man, he dropped an amazing outro. That honestly, I gave him something. I told him just. I want a cool ass outro for this one, and he 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 excelled. Like he it, nailed it. it. It was amazing. Um, I mean, every you know the, the outro is already amazing as it is, and for him to always find a way to top it is is great about him. So follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. I will always say this: if you're trying to create a podcast, if you're trying to create a YouTube channel or anything, or maybe you're trying to become an artist of your own, for well, let Spencer help you out. Um, especially for people in the podcasting world, and nothing's better than having your own original beat, a beat that will say, hey, this is our show. This is what you're going to listen to besides me screaming Instagram name FC on it. Um, it, it. It's just great. It's and Plus, it's easier instead of trying to get people's attention with some top 40 song that's you're probably going to end up facing a lot of copyright uh, issues. So make things easier for yourself and hit up Spencer on Instagram at that guy dope so he can go ahead and give you your own original beat. Yep. Exactly. That boy spins. All right. <laughs> so that is episode 51. Catch us next week for episode 52. And we are two episodes away from one year anniversary. Also, happy belated birthday to Edward. So. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Yeah. We're going to mention it at some point. I just kept forgetting. No, I didn't know. I was like, I was, I was thinking, oh, it just happened. So, whatever. So, so episode, yeah. So, if you guys didn't know, on Sunday, Edward turned 32. So, he's an old man now. Yeah, I'm an old man. I wonder how many people are going to tune, are going to tune in to hear like my current age and stuff. <laughs> Apparently, people think I'm younger. No, they think you're younger than me, which that hurts. Gee, I wonder why. That hurts. Just a little. Just a little. Not too much, but uh, just, a, just a little. Just a little bit. As long as, long as they don't <laughs> think that I'm like 10 years younger than you, I think you should be okay. That's true. But yeah, so that's the show. Catch us next week. Thanks for listening. All right. Take care, guys. Rock